Hey everyone, and welcome to Demon Slayer Chronicles, presented by Popped Off, our weekly Demon Slayer podcast, where we dive into every episode of the anime, alongside its characters, lore, and more. Today, I am your host, Andrew Nimsgern, and alongside, I have James and Dylan. And do you guys want to go to the beach? Because, you know, I'm considering this the beach episode of the season. I don't think it's a beach episode. It's the closest... We'll talk about that a little bit, but I think it's the closest thing you can get to a beach in Demon Slayer. Was there fan service? Eh. More or less. There's 12 episodes in. Can there be fan service? Yes, there could be. Oh, yeah. Oh, there could be. Yeah, there could be. Wait, is that what what the requirements are for a beach episode? Yes, that's the whole point of a beach episode. Because everybody's in a bathing suit, That's why why it's fan service. Oh, I thought it was just like the episode where they just didn't do anything productive. It's a little little column A, column B. More column B, though. More more swimsuits. A lot. (laughs) <laughs> we can dive more into that a little bit once we get into the Atro episode, but with that, let's just jump into the rigmarole so we can talk about the Atro episode. Yeah, we're a relatively new podcast, so if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you tell your friends about us, and make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Yeah, and if you agree or disagree that this is a beach episode, let us know. Let us know over on Twitter at popped underscore off, or yeah, or contact us at contact at poppedoff.com. Perfect. And with that, let's jump into episode 14, The House with the Wisteria Family Crest. Um, we continue on with the how the last episode ended, where Tanjiro punches Inosuke so hard that he breaks a couple of ribs and knocks him down. He tells Inosuke that he's not allowed to draw a sword on his Zenetsu, as they're both Demon Slayer members and it's against the rules. So Inosuke takes that as that means they have to fight barehanded and proceeds to charge Tanjiro, who was just trying to clear up the confusion. But since Inosuke doesn't stop, the two begin to fight. Eventually, Tanjiro headbutts him, which makes uh, Inosuke's boar mask fall off, which shows a very human and very girly face. Um, Inosuke collapses from a concussion while Tanjiro is fine. Um, eventually, Inosuke does, Inosuke does wake up to see Tanjiro and the others burying the bodies of the humans who were killed. Inosuke doesn't see the point, so he tries to ta- uh, challenge Tanjiro again, but Tanjiro thinks he just doesn't want to help. Um, move the bodies because he's so wounded, which puts Nosuke into a flurry to go and help and bury the bodies. Eventually, all the bodies are buried, and a crowd—oh, oh my goodness—and a crow arrives, telling him to descend, telling the whole group to descend the mountain and follow him. The crow spits up disgustingly a charm of wisteria to give to Kiyoshi, um, which will help ward off other demons that are coming for his blood. Um, the three are led to a manor with the Wisteria Crest, and the crow tells them to rest inside until their wounds are recovered. The house belongs to a family that was once rescued by demon hunters, so now they attend to demon hunters for free. Um, an old lady gives them food and a change of clothes, um, while Nosuke keeps trying to fight Tanjiro, but no one will really take the bite and fight him. After they all settle in for the night, um, Nosuke tells them that he joined the Demon Slayer corpse after beating up a Demon Slayer who came to his mountain, and that's where he learned about Demon Slayers in the final selection, and then went and did the actual final selection. Um, Zenetsu then asks why Tanjiro is traveling with the demon, and Nesko scratches at the point of that time, hearing that they are talking about her, which scared Zenitsu. She comes out of the box, and Zenitsu basically falls in love with her instantly. He then thinks Tanjiro is just carrying her around because she's a girl and she's pretty, and this causes t- um, Zenitsu to uh, chase Tanjiro around the room, declaring that he needs to be purged. 
and that's pretty much where the episode ends. I think um, in this, Inosuke makes a thing about this uh, is too much to think about and just goes to sleep. Otherwise, it's a rest episode. If it's not a beach episode, it's a rest episode where we learn a little bit more about Inosuke. Um, we finally get the Nesco revealed to the rest of the crew. And we kind of see how the whole interaction with the Nosuke will probably go for the rest of the season. And how you pretty much just have to challenge him into everything to get him to do a single thing. So my boy, my boy's hot and feral. What the fuck? <laughs> hot and oh my god, why? It's 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 an man. It's like his whole thing. Like he's just he's horny on main the entire time, dude. What? No, what, I I meant Inosuke. What did you expect under the oh, you mask? Meant Inos- yeah. What did? Oh, you hot and oh, that's what you meant. I was, yeah. Okay. Hot and feral. <laughs> yeah. I want, well, you thought she was talking about I, I, No, I thought he was talking about uh, Sinitsu. <laughs> that's what he meant. But I wanted to. I want to talk about Inosuke's like fighting style. I, I think it's. Oh, it's sick. I think it was. It was so well done, dude. It was so well animated. He was like, it was such a good, good job. It was like actually a really, like surprisingly, a really good fight. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was a sick fight, despite the fact that it was between two people. And I love. I love that Inosuke was like, okay, we can't kill each other. Guess we're fighting hand to hand. And Tanjiro was like, that's not. It's not what I meant. <laughs> I, I did like the visualization of where he's like. Or they're fighting. He's like his 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 hits are so low. It's like I'm fighting a boar, and you see him like kind of turn into a boar. It's very cool. <laughs> Just with the same mask, yeah. yeah. What you said last episode is if he turns into a giant boar, you're in. So are you Not in? A giant. He wasn't a giant boar. He, he was just. Like I'm 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 on I'm I'm on the path. Like he's less ag- like aggressive in the way that like I think he's like gonna kill them, and so it's like okay maybe he's all right. I just, I just love the Tanjiro baits him into everything. He's like, it's all right, dude. You're too weak. It's fine. And he's just like, he just like, he can't process that information. And he just needs to, he needs to do it. It's so good. It sounds exactly like most of our conversations before we start recording. It's just baiting each yeah. other into it. Like, just baiting each other. Oh yeah. Wait, we walk in and me and Dylan just start insulting each other for the first five minutes. And then we start, then we get down to business. But no, I, I did love the fighting style. I and mean, we learned a little bit more about the self-taught, uh, beast breathing. So we kind of see more about how that actually transforms beyond just his breathing style, but actually his fighting style, which makes him an incredibly unique on top of the swords. So I think it'd be really cool to see more about how he actually does all this weird and flexible shit with actual swords as well. I think it's going to set up some really cool scenes for what he can actually do. Because this one, he pretty much just ran around. He sliced one demon in half pretty much. But otherwise, we didn't really see him do much fighting until now. So that we, his fighting style with swords is still very unknown. Um, but clearly he's not completely useless against someone with swords, considering he beat up a demon slayer. <laughs> yeah. I love that Tanjiro's like, what an unfortunate soul. Like, he just felt so bad for the demon slayer that ran into Inosuke. Like, yeah, like, it, like it's, it's no comment about Inosuke. It's 100% about, like, that poor kid that just <laughs> ran into him. Like, he, he, uh, they were sent there because they thought he, um, Inosuke was a demon. <laughs> Because he had a boar head and all that kind of stuff. It was why he was sent there. So just stumbling upon whatever the hell Inosuke is. Yeah. Which we know now is a human, but yeah, it's hard mostly. to believe that. And, he, and he's gorgeous. And he is gorgeous. God, I love that reveal. Yeah. Like, that did not need to happen, but I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I, I love Zenitsu's, like, running commentary throughout this entire scene. He's like, wait a second. Tanjiro hit him first. So he broke the rules. <laughs> and, like... It was like the other scene. The other scene that like just gets brought up time and time again is Inosuke literally doing like, "Look what I can do," and he like flips himself back under his legs, and like that gets brought up so many times. I love it. He didn't have to do it. 
<laughs> he didn't have to nope. do it. He doesn't have to do any of the things he does, but he just keeps on doing it, which is why I love him. I, I, I will say, him. like, he, he seems like a my... very fun character now. Like, he, just from how ridiculous he is. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And I the, the one other thing that I will give is a bit of a spoiler, but it's, like, really not. The the intentional name screw-up that Inosuke does when Tanjiro introduces himself, that stays. We keep getting that. And it keeps getting better. But, like, it's just, it's so funny hearing him say his name wrong, like, over and over and over again. So, we'll, 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 we'll keep tabs. See how many times he screws it up. Yeah, to see, yeah, break all the wrong names and all that kind of stuff. There's so many things we could do with. Inosuke is a walking content machine for us. The number of things we could do based off of him alone would be unbelievable. But, okay, another thing we learned, we, we it was a little bit like another episode, but we also learned that Tanjiro has a stupid hard head as well um, on top of his sense of smelling, that he literally caused Inosuke to have a concussion with just a headbutt. While through the Tanjiro, mask, through the mask. Yeah, through the mask, while Tanjiro doesn't even, like, show a sign of yeah so we had this reveal that he had a really hard head before but like it felt like one of those things of like oh it's just a random dumb thing we'll never hear about again wrong yeah it comes up it comes up his head's really hard and i guess if you if you touch his head you can feel how hard it is i guess too what does that mean he's like not totally evolved like is he a bit of a neanderthal is like is that what that means like because he's a mountain person like yeah yeah I, I assume it's just because he like ran his head like 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 up against some trees all his life. That's probably how. Well, that's what Anoske started doing. Yeah. Because like he's just in the background, just running into trees. Like. Which, if you have a concussion, <laughs> maybe not a good idea. No, of course not. Maybe not of a good idea. Not. I don't. I don't think he cares. I don't think it's he cares so good, man. But with all that, we eventually do kind of get to the Wisteria Palace. I guess is what they kind of called it. In my recap. Um. And what, what do you kind of think about this whole philosophy of, like, okay, yeah, just come live here, rent-free, everything's free for as long as you want to kind of heal up, and it's just that this family was saved once by demon hunters, and they kind of do that. Do you think this is just kind of, like, they're, I mean, because we know that the demon hunters aren't, like, widely accepted or anything, so they don't really have, like, safe houses or anything kind of like that. This is, like, the example of that. Like, what, are you guys just accepting of this? Like, yep, they, they saved him one day, so this all makes sense. Are you a little questioning of all this i think it's an in normally that and they just give it to basically free of charge to the demon hunters because they they bail their asses out right so that's kind of just how i interpreted it. i didn't really look too deep into it I, like bes- right. besides that old lady's real 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 shifty all over the goddamn place. you you are so quick, like you were just like so like uh i guess not trustworthy of just the regular human. inosuke doesn't have faith in her either inosuke <laughs> thinks she's a ghost okay well, well to be fair Inos- monster hag. Uh, yeah inosuke would attack oh, anyone on site <laughs> yes but yeah no just saying <laughs> just saying i don't know i don't know where i was going yeah. with that but i just, just it's just that improv that yes but but i didn't have any no, so yes and so, <laughs> yes oh whatever it's all the same it's all con i don't know what those words are called it's okay buddy um i, <laughs> I don't i don't do God. words real Dylan. well <laughs> I don't. I just. I just talk eighteen hours a week on uh, this podcast, but I don't do words. Yeah, no. Our our brains are just um, absolutely just melted all the time from doing all these shows, so it's fine. All right, but what what other but what other points from the episode do you guys do want to talk? It's about? dude. It's so funny watching Anosuke talk like he does, but without his mask on. Because it's just like the two, the voice and the face don't like they don't mash up, so it just makes it that much more enjoyable. 
And then he just, like, again, he gets baited by Tanjiro again, being like, hey, dude, you're clearly this hungry. Have more. And then he's just like, I don't, I can't process this. Another great thing is that 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 mismatching also works in the dub super well, too. Oh, does it? Okay, Yeah, the dub, it, it works It works well. I, I still like it. And I still have that feeling of, like, this is a, this is a mismatch. That voice should not be coming out of his handsome face. <laughs> Especially when he does, like, anything, like, like animal soundy. Like, when he's laughing at him with the food in his mouth. Like, I'm just like, this. it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, no. But it's so good. It. It's so good. Just the whole design and the voice acting and everything for Inosuke is really good. Yeah. He literally is a, this, he's a content machine. Absolutely. But it's just also, like, it's how you come up with a character like that, too. It's like... Okay, so, like, he grew up in the mountains just like Tanjiro, but he tell- taught himself breathing. He beat up a Demon Slayer to get into the Demon Slayer corpse. His face is incredibly beautiful, so he puts a boar mask over it. Nothing matches up about his impressions. He seems dumb as a rock, but also intelligent enough to pick up on some social cues. He's he's willing to fight. There's just so many quirks to him that, like, nothing about him seems normal in that, like, I definitely believe you need to have a bit of a twisted mind to have, like, to write manga. And this is definitely one of those characters that kind of showed that. Because I don't know how a normal person just thinks of all the little quirks of Inosuke, puts them together, and makes it work so well. Because there's so many ways Inosuke doesn't work in his character design, but he's perfect. I really want to read the manga with him in it, specifically because it's just, it, there's so much of him in such a short amount of time that I can't imagine what that's like on page because he just oh it's he just does so much too. he just does so yeah. much and the, the the best part about it is too is like what I've read from like the manga going over to the anime like it's really well done like how they yeah. transfer him from the manga to anime like they just execute it so so well the big the big reason I would say read the manga is because you keep getting these little like the like the forwards and stuff like that and at the end of like just little snippets of Anasuke like you know, thinking what he, like, seeing what he looks like, his ideal, like, body image and stuff like that, and it's just, like, this demon pig, like, it's just, it's, it's so funny, man, Anosuke is enough reason to le- read the manga alone, because you just get so much more of him, but, like, yeah, like, like you were saying, Andrew, I, the, the real big credit to the creator and of this character, like, I mean, they manifested this character who could, there's so many pitfalls and so many issues that you could have had with this character, and it's just, there's none of that. I haven't found a single thing I haven't liked about him. And I've watched the series, and I'm up to date on the manga. Like, there's no issue I have with this character. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's incredibly fun, like Dylan said. Like, he is the comic relief in a lot of situations, but he is also fighting. Like, the one thing that we start seeing is that every character, while they are also badass, they also have the other side. Nezgo can be cute and funny. Um, Tanjiro is very passionate. Senetsu is very annoying. And then... Um, um, Inosuke is kind of the comic relief and just boar-headed. <laughs> he, he's just bo- he's a um, boar. Yeah. He's a boar? So, like, so it, it is cool that as you can learn more about these characters, they all have these two sides of them, but they're all badass on top of it. But, um, I'm, I'm, the last thing it would the, kind of from the episode, obviously, is, um, Zenitsu now needs to purge Tanjiro. <laughs> And I, the first time I saw this part, I loved this. Like, just Zenetsu falling in love with Nesco, you knew was going to happen. But then, just kind of Zenetsu's thought process, like, you're using the Demon Slayers to get girls, and even though they're demons, like, so you need to be purged, and this is not allowed in this, even though he's <laughs> tried to do the same thing yesterday. 
So it's I I love that part about Zenitsu, and I just I just love all of their interactions here. Yeah, like but. it's just, it's it's just so. And the the best part, not to circle back to Inosuke, but the, the the best part is is like he's just like I'm not gonna take any of this in. This is way too much. Thank you. I'm just I'm just going yep. to bed. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. It's so good. But now they are they're a very good quad. Like these oh, yeah. four together is just so good combination. Such a good dynamic. Absolutely. But anything else we want to talk about for the extra episode? Uh, no. I think I think that we kind of covered everything. Then James, it's all up to you. It's my turn. Yeah. So the topic of this week is recovery time in anime. So very often you'll see characters basically have this crazy ass battle, very little downtime, and then on to the big next baddie, or you know, depending on how the anime is kind of set up. Um, shows like I'm gonna basically draw on the two big ones that we do. DBZ doesn't really do recovery time at all. They actually just kill the character off, and then they get resurrected, and that's it turns into like this weird kind of training arc. And uh, My Hero Academia basically bypasses this with Recovery Girl, um, who is a character on the show that basically can recuperate or increases the healing speed of a person. So they basically kind of like found a nice little like bypass. But what I've found in shows like Naruto and stuff like that, they usually, depending on who the character is, they speed this up along to almost like it doesn't make sense. Um, so I wanted to talk yeah, to you. Like, I was Naruto is actually an example I was about to bring in there if you weren't going to listen. It's like they have the medical ninjutsu, which helps a little bit. But like, yeah, it 100% depends on the character. Yeah. Like, Rock Lee kind of had to wait in the hospital for a little bit. That was but then be... he was also able to just. Go out and do a mission still. And well, he went. And, even though yeah, he was, he went and fought like one of the most badass villains in the show at that point. Uh, Kimimaru, yeah, Kimimaru, who's the guy with yeah. like the bones and stuff like that. And he was just drunk through the entire thing. So like, it's weird how some shows do it. But I wanted to bring it up with this because I think this is a show that they're like, okay, we actively acknowledge these characters are injured. They need to go into a place where they can have some downtime and recover. Yes, it comes into a bit of like a fun, like comedy based episode, but I wanted to see how you guys thought and like how you think they do this in comparison to other anime because we've kind of all been in a bunch of them or watched a bunch of them. I, th- I think it's okay. I wonder if they'll happen to do it again very often. Because um, my philosophy with this is always um, give us all or nothing. Um, you know, if a show uh, is just going to have fight after fight and, you know, death isn't really a big consequence and you're, like death isn't even really on the table, that's fine. Don't show us recovery. Just yeah, just give it. Give us the good bits. Just give us the good bits. Um, but if, if death is like an actual prominent thing, if it's very real, very relevant, then yeah, I do want to see some sort of consequences, some sort of recovery. If someone's getting like really messed up all the time, like I want someone to step in and go, hey, listen, you can't just keep yeah, almost dying. Like that's not how this works. Um, and and like the reason why I like uh like DBZ is because they. It, it, there's no real consequences like yeah people die but like people don't it doesn't matter death doesn't really matter and so they're like yeah it turns out our 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 special power is the closer we get to death the stronger we become <laughs> like that's the mechanic <laughs> yeah. of, of dbz and so it's like cool <laughs> yeah go for it um but this this i think it's just fine um i wonder if you know if they get injured they're gonna go back to it are they just gonna keep going back to it um or if they're just gonna kind of put it on the wayside and maybe come here whenever they need a a quote unquote beach episode, I guess, like a like it's just a fun episode. Yeah, and and I definitely agree. I mean, even I, I do think that po aspect of death and all that is is super important if you are going to make them wait and have all these rest episodes. That if there's no stakes, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a lighthearted episode where they don't have to do any action. Um, but yeah, if, if but even saw in the last fight that Tanjiro had broken ribs, so that 
prohibited what he could do, and they made that very much. So they definitely treat injuries very serious up to the point up to uh, up to this point in the show. So I definitely do think it's going to be something that you take care of, uh, Dylan. So I wouldn't worry about it too much because I do agree. Because if it's like, oh, there's no chance of death, then like we just recover to recover because it seems realistic, but it's not really that realistic. I agree, it's kind of a dumb point, and you should just speed it up. But I, from what I have seen so far, they do treat it super seriously, and I do think that makes the show have higher stakes throughout the entire thing. It makes every fight so much more serious, which in turn makes the show so much better. Because I always like when there are stakes, because if you just take out the stakes of everything you do, you always know the main character is pretty much going to win in the end, because he can never really die. Maybe a couple people around him. Maybe you get one like secondary character that dies each show. But even so, that doesn't help too often. But if they do introduce death early on in the show, or at least show a serious injury that could really affect someone, um, that definitely does make everything so much better, because you really are always on the edge of your seat. But yeah, anything else about recovery? I mean, I think we're all kind of on the same page. Like, if they do the stakes right, if they set it up good, we love recovery. If they don't, and it's just going to kind of be something that slows the show down, cut it out, speed it up, and let's get to the next scene. Because if it doesn't really mean anything, it doesn't make sense in showing it off. Is that kind of where we all stand? All right. Perfect. Then I think we just hand it off to you, Dylan. Here's a Taisho secret. In when, when they're staying and they're recovering, um, the outfit they use around bedtime is called a Jinbei. So the cool thing about this is you'll typically note it because um, it kind like it because it, it always is short like it always has like kind of shorts with it. Um, it's made out of like incredibly like loose uh, cloth material and so it's like super lightweight and so typically in the summers like you'll wear it to bed and stuff and it is uh, gender agnostic so anyone wears these really and they're nice and cozy when you go to bed. I did have to comment on how good Anasuke looked in one. Yeah. Very, very, very model-esque. It always surprises me, like, how many things, like, I feel like Japan, or just Japanese culture, has so many more clothing pieces like that. Or even, like, the slippers, and the, I just feel like there's so many more, I don't know. I, Outfit, I don't know what I'm outfits? trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, not outfits, but, like, just the styles of clothing that are made specifically for certain things, or relaxation, or anything kind of like I, I that. Think it's, I think us. it's just a handful. And then, also, this is, like, traditional Japanese stuff, and so, like, yeah, um, you know... But yeah, traditional Japanese. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's still worn today. Like, um, like a lot of people still wear this stuff. I would too. They're cozy. They look, yeah, they look <laughs> super comfortable. And if I get like half as good as a Nosuke, I'd, I'd wear it too. Like hell, I wear it everywhere. Does that, does that mean? Uh, does that mean the boys will get Jinbei's and wear them? We can post. We'll, on, we'll, we'll post do. on Twitter. We'll post on Twitter, and yeah, just all of us in Jinbei's. It'll be great. See, we can see who people think looks the best. How do you spell Jinbei? J I N B A E, I think. B A E, yeah. Like Bay? Yeah. Let's see how much they are. I'll buy one. I can't find <laughs> Why? Why, if I search Jinbei, it doesn't show up very easy? Oh, oh, look at that. Found one for 20 bucks. There you go. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'll wear one next awesome. episode. Okay. Um, anything else in this episode you want to talk about? I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but there wasn't um, too much. It was definitely, it was a relaxation episode. I mean, there's not a ton. We talked about a little bit of lore we did get, but otherwise, you guys pretty good with everything we talked about this episode? Yep. Okay, then, James, I'm handing it back to you. Yeah, so uh, like Dylan said at the beginning of the podcast, we are fairly new. 
So if you could let all your friends know about us and hit us with that five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. Make sure you check out poptop.com and twitter.com slash popped underscore off for updates on this show and all the other stuff we do. But with that, that'll be all for this week's episode, and we hope to see you all back here next week. <laughs>